Hey everybody, welcome to Couch Co-op. I'm your host, Andy Yeager. With me is always my co-host, Dunkel. Hey, what's up, nerds? This week on the podcast, we're discussing Comic Zone for Second Genesis. Before we get to that, we have a release date for the PlayStation 5. Comes out on De- in December 2020. Dylan, How about your, that? Your thoughts? You're going to get one? No. You idiot. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Why <laughs> would you stick with Xbox? They've let you down. Only once. They make terrible games. They do not. You have to have a battery for your controller. Right? Move on. <laughs> Is that still a thing? You can still charge them. Yeah, they come with on. rechargeable batteries. Oh. Does the PlayStation not it come with It comes with, with a cord and it charges it just like a phone. Oh, well, you know, I can switch it out if I'm running out of battery with batteries. Uh, just... Do you ever run into that? Maybe whenever you're playing Red Dead. Your battery is low. No, I got a 10-foot cord. Well, it stays connected the whole time. It's fully charged Why don't you suck on that 10-foot cord, then? You wish. Move on. Uh, We don't know a whole lot about the PS5. What we do know is that they do have uh, backwards compatibility. So, which... Xbox has been there. Did that. Done. Fine. Fine. Fair. Fair. (laughs) Fine. But... I have a lot of PlayStation 4 games. It makes it an easy transition if I can just get rid of my PS4 and take on the PS5, knowing that it'll play those games still. It is pretty neat. I had that last year. <laughs> You're going to be a bitch this whole podcast. Is that what's going to happen? No. I don't need your lip, bud. Well, I don't know. You're talking shit on Microsoft. Well, fuck them. Well, uh, but I've been yeah, playing Call of Duty Black Ops. That's all we got. That's all we got for PS5. It comes out Christmas 2020, so start saving now, I guess. Hey, you better start saving. You might as well start saving for a car. Let's take a little bet here. How much do you think it'll be? <laughs> Over or under 500? 550. I was going to say 499. Yeah, well, that's a good one. I would say 599. Backwards compatibility with the PlayStation, so... You know, they're going to charge a little bit extra for that. I wish they had backwards compatibility for PS3, PS2, and PS1 as, as well. Like, I wish you could play because they're all on discs. It's all yeah. the same size disc. And you can play DVDs in PS5, I'm assuming. Why can't you play a PlayStation 1 game? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, it doesn't seem, it seems like it would be an easy thing. And it's less, like, it's less uh, polygons on the screen. Sure. I wish they made backwards compatibility for podcast hosts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the same thing sometimes. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, let's see. Next, we've got a little bit of DC news. Uh, if you have the DCU app, they have a show on their Titans. It's one of the big ones that they've done. It's basically live-action Teen Titans. Starring whoever's in it. I don't know. But they have a Robin in there. He is assumed to be Dick Grayson, or he is Dick Grayson. They introduced, in the last season, they introduced Jason Todd, who's the new Robin for Batman, as opposed to being on the Teen Titans. So there's, uh, from what I've, I have not watched it, but from what I've heard and uh, learned, there's a little bit of competition between the two because of Batman. So, in this new season, season two, the creators of Teen Titans or Titans have been asking fans to vote on Jason Todd's fate, whether he lives or dies. Now, 
that in itself is kind of cool that a TV show is actually allowing the, the viewer to pick what the character does. But this is a callback to the 1980s storyline, A Death in the Family, based on you know, Jason Todd wasn't a super popular character. Uh, a lot of people disliked him because he was where Dick Grayson was nice, honorable, just like looked up to Batman, was, you know, the perfect sidekick. Jason Todd was a little dickhead. Uh, and a lot of people didn't like him. So what happened was, uh, the, the story or the comic book line, they decided to put out a vote. You had to mail in your vote, whether he died or he lived. And the fans voted that he would die. That was going to be my next question. Yes, he died. They fucking mailed. No, that wasn't it. They mailed. They mailed it in. Yeah. This is back in the eighties. Well, that's awesome. Fucking sweet. And so they. He ended up dying in the comics, and he came back later on as a villain, Red Hood. Hmm. They brought him back as, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that whole storyline is really good, too, if you've never listened to it or watched it. I watched the movie. It was good. Under the Red Hood. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. TV show's doing that. I, it kind of makes me want to watch it. I wish it wasn't on the DCU app. I kind of want to get it. I want to get everything. I do too. So much shit though. Like we, we talked about recently, you've got, not only do you have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO, you've got... Who the fuck has HBO? A lot of people. Well, That's how people watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, well... That don't have Cody, remember? Game of Thrones, you, you get the seven day trial and then you get rid of it after you binge it. That's fine. There's yeah. some good shows on HBO, I will give them that. Like what? Eastbound and Down was on there. Yeah, but that, Vice Principles is good. That came out on uh, Rachel. Netflix, Rachel suggested uh, what is that? Royal Gems or something? Royal Jewels or sounds about right. Something like that. I, I don't remember. Wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Uh, but something like that. And then yeah, they do have good shows on there. Um, but there's going to be so much more. Like you've got the Disney Plus app, and then you have uh, I know NBC is doing their Peacock app. CBS has the I, which is their streaming service. Like there's and, and there's gonna be many, many, many more. Many, 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 many more after yeah. that. And that's what everybody's gonna go to. There's not gonna be fucking cable anymore. Why would nah. you? Who cares? People wanna watch what they wanna watch when they wanna watch it. Exactly. Direct TV, I don't know. Sometimes I'm okay with commercials. Gives me a break to do some Clash Clans. I like commercials. I have no problem with commercials being on these apps, but if you, like... No, no. I would have a problem with them being on an app. They're on HBO, or Hulu. I know. I I own, I I have Hulu, but I actually paid the extra to... Oh, really? That. Fuck yeah, that's stupid. Oh, it's only, it's so cheap, though. What is it, like $2 more? I think so, yeah. yeah Something well, like that. You're, no, dumb. It, you're dumb not to. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. It's not an issue, though. I mean, most of the time when you're watching a movie, it's just at the beginning. Or uh, when you're watching a TV show, yeah, it'll have, like, the 30-second breaks or whatever. But that's... Yeah, it'll it it'll break through and, like, fuck everything up. And it comes at you the just worst moments. You just said you don't mind commercial breaks. No, I don't mind them on, like, DirecTV. Uh, that's different. Pick and choose. That's different. Like if you're watching Ridiculousness, you get those uh, stupid smoking commercials, like for in the young kids, and you just laugh at them. <laughs> you, 
You were not hugged as a child, were you? <laughs> By the look on your face, I will take that as a no. Okay, what do we got next? Uh, I don't really know what to think about this bit of news. Uh, Google Stadia news. Um, they just kind of came out and said that they wouldn't have an issue with lag because they are going to reduce the times by you know, half a second or whatever on the gameplay. It's a lot of mumbo-jumbo. None of it really makes sense to me. And I think it's just all for show because there's a lot of concerns with live streaming games all the time. Yeah, I guess if you're probably like a professional gamer, maybe it makes more sense. Yeah, and I think Google has the kind of money where they could... That's the thing with these with gaming nowadays is they're... You can make millions off of it. You know, somebody like Ninja is making eight, nine million dollars a month playing video games, just streaming video games. Google could sign him on and he could promote the shit out of Stadia and that's all they would need. It's you know, he has that many followers and people who watch his Twitch streams and shit like that. I I think Google Stadia will be fine. I don't it doesn't seem like something that, that I would get. I mean Hold on. Somebody's making nine million dollars just by playing Ninja, games. man. He's a Fortnite guy. Fortnite? Mm-hmm. Oh God. Isn't that I'm crazy? In, I'm in the wrong damn business. That's all he does, man. That's like his eight hour job. Eight hour gig. Eight eight hours? Place for eight hours. Oh, that streams. Sounds, sounds amazing. <laughs> I mean, he does pre probably does way more than that, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's his nine to five job. But he never gets bitched at. No, I think his wife is a gamer too. So, well, I wasn't talking about wife, but that's okay. I was talking about like a normal gig, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Pretty cool. Well, I'm gonna crack a beer to that. Nine mil. That's awesome. That's sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed. But yeah, and what I was saying, like, I don't think Google Stadia is something that I I would probably ever own or need. I'm still not really sure what it is. It's it's the you buy the controller and you can pretty much play on any screen if you can get the app on there. You know what I mean? Like you like can on your phone. You can play on your computer. You can play on your phone. You can play on your TV. You can play on your mom's TV. Play wherever. Uh, it's all online. It's just like all live streaming. That's not really my style. You know, I like the console. I like to have the console. I like to have my little nook where I play my games. Get comfy. I'm okay with that, but like you know, I do a little bit of traveling. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be really good for that. I wouldn't mind playing some UFC. Well, there you go. Well, how about that? Can, can okay? Does it is it compatible with everything? I mean, it's the same game. It's just on Google. St- it's a new console, so do it's they not have Xbox? So do they have Red Dead on there? I I don't know what games they have on there. I know they announced what they're going to start off with, and a lot of the games were pretty popular. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, Maybe I'll look into it. But I think eventually other developers will sign on with them eventually. They probably would. It'll if, probably if take it takes over. Off. I just don't... I don't know. That's... It just seems like a... Live in the now. Yeah, it is a futuristic console. I'll give it that. But I, I it just doesn't... It's not for me. I kind of like the console wars. I kind of like the Xbox versus PlayStation versus Nintendo. You get a little bit different with each console. And you know what you're getting when you buy it. With Google Stadia, it just kind of seems like they're... You can play anything on it, and that's the, what's the appeal on that, man? Oh, boy. What's the argument you got? Well, you know they're not going to get any Nintendo games. You know you PlayStation's, 
PlayStation isn't going to give up the exclusives. Xbox won't give up their exclusives either. Yeah. So they're just going to be getting the games that are on every console already. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'll they'll have, um, yeah, like Red Dead Redemption. That's already on PS4 and Xbox. So what's the point of getting it on Google Stadia when... You could play it wherever you want, though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you buy that, then yeah, it, it makes sense, but... You're not with the Google Stadia. You're not going to get the Halo. You're not going to get Mario games. You're not going to get fucking the PlayStation Spider-Man games or God of War, or even the MLB The Show. It's you're not going to get those exclusive games. Yeah. It just seems like it's like a it's just like a dump off system for people for for different developers who want to. Uh, you know, just get their games out in more places. I don't. I know. I, that's. I don't care for that. I would say if people actually like the games that you just mentioned, sure, no, they, they that, probably would. There's no problem with that. And if if those are the kind of games that you're into, that's fine. If you have no interest in, say, uh, God of War or Forza for Xbox, then by all means, get Stadia. It's probably better off. You're probably better off getting that. But for someone who's into those exclusive games. I think that's where the downfall is going to be. And plus, if you, you know, let's say I buy a PS5 because I want to keep playing MLB The Show, which I will. Mm-hmm. That's my, one of my favorite games. I get it every year. It's a PlayStation exclusive, so I'm not going to get the Stadia because the Stadia is going to have all the games that the PlayStation has except for the show. You know what I mean? And I don't travel yeah. and I don't, like, I don't need that, you know, being able to play on anything. I don't need to do that, so it's not it's not a console for me. I can see where the appeal is, but that's just my argument there. Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's all I got for that. You, we got a couple trailers we were gonna go over. Dilly Bar, you know what? Take your yeah. time. Finish your beer. Yeah. Well, I don't want to finish it. Finish your sip. I also don't want to spill it. That was a good we've, bit. We've been there. That was a good bit. We've been there. Okay, keep going. Uh, I do want to talk about El Camino. The Breaking Bad trailer. Yeah. What do you think about it? I thought the trailer looked good. I don't remember Breaking Bad that well. I don't... I remember, like, the important parts, but I don't yeah. remember, like, details. I know. I need to rewatch the entire, you know, just, just like I just did with uh, Peaky Blinders. What is it? Five seasons? I couldn't tell I think you. Breaking Bad's only five seasons, but I yeah, just such a slow burn for me. Too I, slow. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Well, I, I, I probably would like it more on a rewatch. Yeah. I found myself rewatching Mad Men, and I, that's fucking amazing. Now, I used to like it when I was younger, but it, I couldn't get into it as much. Now, I could watch six, seven episodes and be like, okay, I've really followed the story now. Yeah, I finished that so in maybe, like maybe, two weeks. Well, maybe Breaking Bad is the same thing. I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's just never been a Bre- show for me. I would pick Breaking Bad over Mad Men. Well, let's talk about the trailer. What did you think about the trailer? Because uh, I, I thought it looked good. I thought it looked good. I didn't it, really know what was going on. Exactly. It didn't tell much. No. So, you got Jesse, and it seems like it's kind of built around him. And, I mean, it, it just seems like he's on the run and everything, and... He, it, it just doesn't tell that much. Well, how's the show end? I think it doesn't end. Walt save Jesse. I think so because it was like a big battle in the end, and with whatever fucking cartel. Wasn't Nazis? 
Nazis? Like the neo-Nazis? I don't remember. I don't either. I thought it was the Mexicans. <laughs> no, I think it's the, like those Nazi guys that Jesse's working for. Uh, huh. And then Walt dies at the end of the show, which... Do you think he'll be Does in this? Does he die? He, yeah. He, I, we, I don't think we ever saw him die. Mm, yeah, yeah. You're talking to a person. <laughs> I assumed that. You're he talking died. to me all wrong. I, I don't know. I thought, I thought he died. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. I. Maybe. Do you think he'll show I, up in the movie? Yeah, I think he will too. <laughs> they, I they, do there's too. no way they would make this movie without him coming back. He's, yeah. I mean, he's the main he, character. He's fucking Jesse. Was, Jesse was great. He's a little bitch, kind of. He was great in the show. He's mm-hmm. a great character. He was. And him and Walt play really well off each other. I think this. I think Walt shows up 100%. Take that bet any day. I think so. I think you're right there. Let's, let's take that. I call he's in it. Well, I call he's in it. No, you can't. I already called that. Well, I call that Jesse's in it. 100%. <laughs> okay. He's in the trailer. So <laughs> I'm not going to take that bet. Uh, okay. Anyways. El Camino. Check it out if you haven't. Looks pretty good. When's that come out? I think it comes out October 11th. Okay, so that's so, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Which, wait, in podcast time, that's two days ago. You may have already watched it. Yeah, hopefully this gets out Monday, if not four days. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we will see. Okay, uh, let's see. Next trailer we watch, Living With Yourself, Paul Rudd Joint. Not bad. TV series for Netflix. Uh, why don't you did, did, tell us the concept? It, I honestly, I don't really know the concept, but Paul Rudd, in the beginning of the trailer, it seems like he's just in a bad place in his life. Yeah, very and depressed. Yeah, very depressed. Uh, is hating everything. Just just an all-around kind of bad guy. And then it shows him go to the spa. Yeah, it's like a... It's an oriental spa. Thinks he's going to get jerked off. Probably, yeah. I don't... Scratch that. Well... But he does... Endings. He does... They do say that he's going to be happy by the time they get through. So, uh, after this treatment that he goes through... He wakes up. He's completely happy. He's a changed person. Yeah, good dude. Well, turns out uh, somebody's breaking in their house. Turns out it's him. It's just like uh, multiplicity, almost. Never saw it. <laughs> Sorry, don't look at me like that. Mike Keaton? Never seen that? No. Is it- Multiplicity, yeah, multiplicity. Yeah, You're thinking Mike of King. being John Malkovich. I'm thinking of multiplicity. Okay, well, you're spitting on bugs, Steve. I don't know that <laughs> you've used that before. I don't fucking know what you're talking about when you say that. Well, you need to watch it. Well, spitting on bugs, Steve. I mean, he's he's basically making clones of himself. Okay, let's and get then back. one is a little uh, uh, special, as we should say these days. <laughs> either way, either way, Paul Rudd, uh, he has a copy of himself one is super nice the other one is himself i think they're the same well okay who knows but one yeah, wakes up in a grave yeah and he runs himself home probably butt ass naked i don't yeah, know buck ass naked buck ass yeah but gets to the house then they come up with a plan to kind of live together with yourself yes yeah and then it kind of, it actually got dark. I didn't expect, it, with Paul Rudd, you don't expect like a dark trailer. It gets dark. A little bit dark. You don't really see a lot. You see some blood. Yeah. Could have been a bloody nose, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, a lot of blood, though. Could have just been a cut. I think it looks good. 
I think so too. Especially as a series, you could really draw that out. There's a lot of tension there. Yep. Because nobody else is cloned. And it's just him, it seems. So, And he's already got a past life that he's trying to keep going with the new clone trying to fit in as well. I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he was like, in the trailer, he's like, he's better than me in every way. Because he's super nice, uh, gets along with his wife, great with his co-workers. He's Everything naive. that he was not. He's naive. Do we know which one's the real Paul Rudd? Uh, the mean one, I think. The, I didn't notice a mean one. They both kind of... Well, the one... Well, I mean, he was always kind of like hiding and watching. Like he was hiding behind some uh, staircase. Watching him be yeah, awesome. Which one's which? I, it's confusing. It's confusing. It, 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 maybe I'm just... Yeah, I think so. Moving on. Moving on. Looks great. <laughs> I think it looks good. When's that come out? Pretty soon, right? Yeah, I think so. Pretty soon. A couple days? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Okay. Up coming. Uh, that's it for news. actually turned out a lot better than I thought it would. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we get back... Comic Zone, Sega Genesis, we'll see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to travel through time. I bid you adieu. Scumbags. Okay, and we're back discussing Comic Zone for Sega Genesis. Came out in August of 1995, uh, developed by Sega Technical Institute and published by Sega itself. One of the uh, one of the later games to come out for the system, 1995, uh, which is why it didn't get played as much by a whole lot of people. Most people by then had moved on to the next system. Still a pretty good game. Uh, you... It follows the adventures of Sketch Turner, a comic book artist who, uh, one night while writing a new comic book called Comic Zone, uh, gets hit with a bolt of lightning. A bolt of lightning hits the comic book page, and he gets transported into the comic book. Meanwhile, the villain of the comic book gets transported out into the real world, and he becomes the author and the, the artist for the comic book, writing in and filling in enemies as you battle from page to page dylan first thoughts buddy have you ever played this game before no i have not have you ever heard of it nope okay what was the first thing you said whenever i brought it over to your house i've never heard of this game uh okay so your initial thoughts what do you think not too bad uh i i don't like the uh the one life per the entire game sure that is extremely difficult Mm mm-hmm like, who does that? One life and you're done? Game over. Game over, man. Fucking hard. 
it's actually a pretty fun game. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I really didn't play this much when I was younger. I, we didn't have this. Um, the f- first time I played it, I think, was like on a a compilation uh, game system, like a like a you know fifty Genesis games, or it might have been on like the old Sega Genesis Mini that came out years ago. I, I know I've played it. Uh, Did you? Stop playing it. Almost instantly. It was <laughs> yeah. fucking way too hard. It is very hard. This time around, though, I mean, I really did put some time and effort into it. And you kind of start to figure out the levels and you know what you need to do better. It's pretty intricate, even though the size of the arenas seem so small. So when you're going through, um, when you start the level, you start off, it's just like a comic book. You start off in like the top left panel. And you work your way through. So to get to the next spot, you have to swing across like the blank page of the comic. And then you're just in a completely different panel and you're fighting a different bad guy. Um, Or you're you're overcoming a different obstacle. It it was a lot harder to me to... uh, It just felt so so closed, I guess, um, the first time I played it. But now, after playing it as much as I did, I I had a good time with it. I'm glad you brought that up because it's almost every page or next page that you go to it's a different kind of person that you're a different enemy mm-hmm. so it's really cool because you're basically hopping over on the page oh yeah it shows them swinging through or dropping down to the next panel yeah. and you, there's different parts in the levels where you can go either to the left you know you may be able to go to the left or to the right or you can drop down and you if you know how a comic book works you try to you know, top to bottom left to right it's just like reading get to you try to page. get to the bottom right of the panels and that's the end that's the end of the level each level is a different page of this comic book and every like every two pages is like a new chapter yep. in the story so uh not terribly long but incredibly difficult yeah one life that one life the whole game that is terrible which I think it does reset. So if you beat the first two stages, you beat the first chapter, and you're on to chapter two, you, if you die from there on, you mm-hmm. just start back over right there. You know, you start back over at the beginning of the chapter, which helps. Right. But fuck, getting to that is hard shit, man. Yeah. Getting to that next chapter, it, it's terrible. Super hard. <clears throat> there's no there's no like load or save or even like uh like a password system no nope. so i mean if you're gonna start it and you want to beat it you have to just kind of just keep it going yeah uh but you know the levels don't change uh there's you know there's no like random enemies that pop in it's pretty much the same from panel to panel every time you play it uh which helps uh yeah but let's talk about the gameplay itself so like sketch turner He's just a normal guy with a ponytail in the 90s. Pretty cool. Yeah. Glasses. Uh, When you're fighting a bad guy, it almost plays... Like Street Fighter. Like Street Fighter. Like like an actual fighting game. Like like a Mortal Kombat. It's... uh, You can do a variety of moves. You know, you press like up and punch. You down and punch. You can uppercut people. You can high kick people. You can do like roll moves. You can do all kinds of shit. You can pick up weapons and throw those. You have a sidekick in the game named Roadkill, a rat, yeah. who got sucked into the game with you. Um, Wish I utilized him better. He he can help you uh, open up different trap doors, and he can also help you fight. He will go up and like shock them. Yeah. 
which is nice. Uh, but yeah, well, let's see. What are some of the pickups you can get? You can get dynamite. Uh, a grenade or something? Uh, I think so, yeah. And then a knife. You can get like a bottle of pills, which is just like medicine. Mm-hmm. Help you regenerate health. Yeah, thank um, God for those. But in order to obtain those, you have to blow up obstacles, maybe a rock or a barrel or a crate or whatever. Everything in this game hurts you. Explain. Even if you punch uh, those barrels, even if you met, like there's this one spot where you drop straight down on a barrel that's on fire, uh, hurts you immediately. Mm-hmm. And if you're punching it, kicking it, hurts you. Everything in this game that you do, it takes life from you. That's a huge downfall for me. Yeah, that's a detriment. It's fucking hard. I mean, you're not going to be able to beat it unless you get good at the game. Right? It's not one of those you can just kind of fall your way through. Yeah. You know, it's not... It's You have to have precision. Like You have to know what enemies block what attacks. You have to know, uh, you know, the best... The best routes to take whenever it does split off, the map does split off, you have to know where you're supposed to go in order to get through this game efficiently because it's it's pretty hard. I mean, I probably had to restart 15, 20 times, and that's a fucking lot for a video game, mm-hmm. especially an old video game like this. Like that, it, it, it kind wears of wore on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> especially because you don't think you're getting any further, like you're not progressing any. You're still playing the same level over and over. Uh, but eventually when you do get to chapter two, that changes and you can... When you die from there, you just start right there, and that helps. But I would say things get better after chapter two. Yeah, and and the the problem that I came across is there's so many cheap hits. Yeah, you know whether it's like something fall from the ceiling, you don't. If you haven't gotten that far in the game, you don't know that's going to be there, and it's going to just kill you instantly. Or, or uh, like jumping over gaps. Yeah, if you don't hit the gap right, Mm -hmm. game over. Yeah, you have to start over. That's game over, man. That's like. It's like Star Wars, uh, the Jedi game that we played. Oh, that was a great game, Jedi Power Battles. It yeah. was a fucking hard one. Would I rank that like an eight point nine? I don't know. Fucking great. But Any either reason. way, it's same same concept. Uh, you you fall off the map, you're dead. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, that's for most games too. But well, I mean, Jedi Power Battles, you fall from like five feet, you're dead. What uh, what were some other standout points of the game? Do you have anything? I mean, I know like the Graphically, it looked pretty good, and it kind of looked like you were in a comic book from that time period. You yes. had the thought bubbles, you know. The anytime you got a little helper that'll pop in, and she'll she'll give you advice. Yeah, what was her name? Uh, Sermon A. Damn it, was it Alyssa? Maybe that kind of sounds right. Yeah, well, yeah, she's supposed to. She's like your narrator. She just yeah, she'll almost, be like, yeah. good, great job, sketch. Yeah. Shit like that. Or go, go I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't yeah, go exactly. that way. Giving you a little hints. So that's what she does. Yeah. Uh, but then even like when you're fighting the bad guy, Sketch will just throw out little quips and little one-liners like, uh, go back to hell, bitch, and shit like yeah. that. Not take, necessarily take that. that verbatim, but. Yeah. Definitely didn't say bitch. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I, I thought the bosses were pretty difficult. Uh, what yeah. was it in the second one? Or you're in a arena? What was the third? I don't know if that was no, a boss, no. but that was a hard part. Well, I don't know if they're bosses or not. It's like you're like in a yeah. ninja trial. It's like almost like Mortal Kombat, where you get set up against f- 
fuck, were there like six people at least that I faced? Yeah, one after another, just like a My gauntlet. god, yeah, and they just keep sketching new yeah, that's, bosses or whatever. That's one of the that's one of the things I liked about it. You get to actually see you get you know where the enemy's coming because the guy's actually drawing the enemy in as you're playing. Yeah, that was really cool. You get to see the hand and everything, sketching them. Great attention to detail. I I, I think it's a good game. I think it's a really good game. Let's get to uh, yeah, give, final thoughts and give, ratings. Give that a little plus one on mine. Uh, final thoughts. Gameplay was good. Uh huh. Pretty smooth. Uh, yep. Yeah, very smooth. The difficulty could have been taken off about 20%. Sure. Could have been toned down. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. about 30, 40, 50. Give me three lives. <laughs> Give me one more life. <laughs> Give me a second chance. Give me an option to put in a password. Yes. Damn. Is that My so God. much to ask? Yeah. One, one shot, one kill, you're done for. Yeah, it sucks. Start over, bitch. <laughs> it's hard. It is very hard. Uh, gameplay, though. Just like a comic book, you're just skipping through the pages trying to get to the next page. It, I, I thought it was surprisingly really good. It's like an adventure, really. I mean, that it feels like an adventure game because you don't really know where it's going. Right. Like the concept picks up. You pick up the concept pretty quickly, but getting through, skipping from panel to panel, you don't know what the fuck's gonna be in that next panel. I mean, it's even though you know the setting. Everything's different. They're throwing little different uh, obstacles at you, whether you're like hanging on pipes and, and mm-hmm. kicking people, mm-hmm. or you have to make a difficult jump or whatever the fuck. There's always an obstacle, you know, awaiting, and they switch it up pretty well. They really do. Uh, not not bad, man. What's not your, bad. What's your rating? It's a tough one. It's tough to figure out. Yeah. Uh, the only downfall is that damn one life. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's tough. That's too tough. I I think. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> One life kills it. That's the only downfall that I have in this game. I think every other aspect was pretty damn amazing. Mm-hmm. That one life. <laughs> Broken I, record. I'm gonna go. Let Let's do a six point nine sixty nine. Okay. I thought you'd go higher. I want to, but that one life, like, that gets too frustrating. That's too frustrating for I me. Agree, I'm going I'm I'm to toss that fucking shit aside. I agree, but what I'm saying is, I don't know if you can necessarily take off... I guess you can take off points for a game being difficult, but... I, I could have given it were, a 7.9, but I told you before this I was going to take a point off. Well, I'm saying, like, if you... If this was a game that you played when you were a kid, and you had played it a thousand times, you'd probably be pretty good at it, and your score might reflect differently. I would be a different person if I played this game a thousand times. I am going to give it, uh, I think, like an 8.1, man. It's a pretty good game. There's not really that many flaws to it. It is hard, but uh, it looks good. Soundtrack's okay. I think the soundtrack's a little bland, honestly, but that's, you know. Yeah, a little boring. It's tough. I think if this game would have came out earlier in the Sega lifespan, I think it would have been much more popular than it was. But it's still beloved, and it's still it's up there with the Sega Genesis greats. Um, it's on the new Sega Genesis Mini or Sega Mega Drive Mini, whatever you want to call it. It's on the, the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Sega compilation game. Uh, yep, been there. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so 
What did I give it? 8.2? 8.1? 8.1, yeah. Uh, I can't, I don't know. Not bad. That, that's a lot higher than I thought you were going to give it. I can't, I don't want to take points off because it's difficult. Just because I was sucked at the game doesn't mean the game's bad. I think in certain games it is, but this, I mean, this is beatable. We definitely got better. And each time I played it, I definitely got better at it. Yeah, it was still frustrating. And we, there's, I, there's I got about halfway through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I wanted to rip your brain out when you fell down a hole. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating. There's like, like I said, there's cheap hits, but like what? get past that. The game looks great. It's fun to play when you're actually fighting bad guys. It's like it's like you're in a fighting game. You you know it can get repetitive though. Sure. Yeah. Like, there's the same people that you're fighting, those skeleton bats or whatever the hell they are. Cheap hits. Oh, yeah. Cheap damn hits. Big time. But it, it throws in a little bit of a puzzle game, too, because you have to, you know, you may have to hit a switch. Do you, do right. you have your rat help you? Do you? How do you get up to it? You know, what do you yeah. have to do to get to the next panel? A lot of levers to pull and stuff like that. Just a, it's a variety of gameplay. I will say, yeah, the enemies are repetitive. It's the same. There's only, like, six different ones in the game. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer, but uh, not bad. That that's kind of expected, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, look we, at we Street did, Fighter. We, you just get different colored people, pretty much, and the harder Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. I'm sorry, Street Fighter. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, they're both good. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, so eight point one for me, six point nine for Dill. That averages out to a seven point five. You had 6.9, stupid. 6.9, 8.1, 7. 7.5. 7. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, uh, you were wrong the first time. So let's uh, let's take a short break. When we get back, uh, we've got a top 10 for you. We will see you there. And we're back, Booger Pickers. Okay, and we're back. Uh, we're doing a top ten best comic book villains list. So, uh, actually, not best, favorite. We're doing our favorite picks. So, if you guys disagree, fuck you. Who cares? Easy. It's our list. Well, fuck them. Easy. All right, you go first. Number ten, Bill. My God. My number ten. I'm gonna go with. Scarecrow. From Batman. Batman. Yep. Scarecrow's a good villain. He is. Doesn't uh, get a lot, but... Doesn't get a lot of play. He's yeah. a little side character. I like him, though. I mm-hmm. like that he just instills fear. Batman's biggest fear is his family dying. Yeah. Himself. Which, himself, almost. You it's a good way to springboard a comic. I agree. I'll that. tell you what. What what was that? Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum? Uh-huh. Where he makes... Oh, I mean, yeah. He's one of the best. Holy he's, shit. I think he's in all three of them, and he's one of the better fights, best it's boss one fights. One of the scariest, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, that's a rough one. That's just a fucking mind trip. And it really is. Quick trivia here. 
the first episode of Batman the Animated Series is Scarecrow episode. Nice. Yeah, I think. All right, good pick. Actually, I take that back. I think it's Batman Bat, but that's okay. That's fine. Scarecrow's in there, and his episodes are good. Okay, so good, good pick. Good pick. Good. I like that. That's a good pick, actually. That's better than I thought you'd do. Wow. Okay, my number 10. Uh, make me feel good. I'm going with Solomon Grundy. DC villain. Mm-hmm. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. It's pretty scary. Uh, yeah, he is. He's like uh, he's basically Frankenstein for the DC mm-hmm. universe, if you're unfamiliar. He's, he's, he's fought Batman, but he's yeah. also fought against the Flash. He's a Flash villain. Uh, he may have been involved with Superman. I don't know. I don't care for Superman much, but he's just a, he's, he's the best. He's just a zombie yeah. giant bruiser. I like yeah. him. Big, big guy. Yeah, and he's not always bad, which is what I, a lot of my villains like. They have purpose. Solomon Grundy, he's just he doesn't know what his place in in the world. A lot of times, he's being manipulated by whether it's Penguin. Or Two Face, or whoever. Like he, he's just—he's not a bad person per se. He's just a good henchman. Sure. Yep. Because he's big. Yeah. He's dead. All right. Uh, <laughs> number nine for you. Uh, I'm not really sure what I was doing earlier picking this list, like like ranking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, I went Harley Quinn. Okay, Harley Quinn. I, I had to add her. Because it's Harley Quinn. I'm not big on Harley Quinn. Yeah, but I'm pretty big. <laughs> you wish. I uh, I understand why you picked her. I mean, she's iconic. But I, what Joker's do you like? Girl. What do you like about her? Joker's That's what I'm asking. Girl. What do you like about Harley Quinn? I like Margot Robbie. Okay, that's that's fair. That's the reason she's on your list. It's fair. I just I don't like I. Anytime she's in the comics, she's always just Joker's henchman or Hench Joker's woman, like Joker's bodyguard, and she's Batman always kicks the shit out of her. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't have I didn't have any good reason besides Margot Robbie. That's fair. That's fine. She's fun. She's fun. She looks fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you do cut his fucking mic. All right. Uh, number nine for me. I went Doomsday. That's okay. Okay, the uh, the Superman villain. I'll just give a little spoiler. I do not have Lex Luthor on my list. I don't really have any other Superman villains on my list because I don't care for Superman. And I think the problem with Superman is he's just too great of a hero. He doesn't really have that many flaws. But I like the fact that when Doomsday showed up, he's the first one to kill Superman. I mean, the death of Superman is the Doomsday story. He just gets stronger and stronger the more Superman beats him down. Eventually kills him. Now, he wasn't done justice in the Batman vs. Superman movie, but he's a cool character. I've always liked, you know, anytime you've got a Superman villain, I would prefer it be someone who could kick the shit out of him, as opposed to just beating him with his brain. Yeah, he could have incinerated his eyes. Yeah, well, he didn't, so. Yeah, I never got that. Doomsday. Number nine. Okay, number eight for you. Uh, I'm going to go with Red Skull. Okay, Captain America. Yep. Yeah. Nazi. Yep. Hydra. Hydra. Basically Hitler. Hail Hydra. Yeah. That's a good pick. I thought so. Classic yeah. villain. Yeah, he I mean he definitely has his downfalls, but you know, he was he was trying to go for what Hitler had going. 
Yeah, he basically was Hitler for the comics. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, okay. Red Skull. Uh, I think he'll show back up in MCU, by the way. I hope not. What do you mean? I don't know. He was in Endgame. Just he was in Infinity War. I think he'll show back up. I think he'll be a villain again. I know. I know. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> number eight for me. I've got the Riddler. I picked the Riddler. I think... Uh, That's a good one. Okay, he's not my last Batman villain, but he's he's up there. He's getting close. <clears throat> I like the Riddler. I think he's been underutilized in the movies, but I always like him in the comics because he kind of throws... You know, the riddles aren't just for Batman to solve on the page. It's also for the, the person reading it, trying to figure out the mystery before the end of the book. I like the Riddler in that aspect, and I think he's a perfect match for Batman based on Batman being the greatest detective. Riddler is throwing out these questions. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I just, I, Riddler deserves, he's, he deserves better than what he's gotten. And that's why I hope Jonah Hill plays him in the new one. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. Go, what's your fucking number eight, bitch? I'm on seven. Okay, sorry. Yes, sorry. Uh, I'm gonna go with Venom. Okay, I like that. Uh, I think he's How a good so? villain. I think he's a good villain. I think he's a classic Spider-Man villain. He's funny. He's always, he's not always a villain. Yep, exactly. That's that's kind of like a thing that I wanted to get with. Like, he's not always a villain. Can be okay. Can be a good guy. Usually he's a shithead, but yeah, Venom. Uh, I I agree with he. I like how sometimes him and Spider-Man do team up. Yeah, I think that's a nice aspect. Even he's though he doesn't like Spider-Man. But he also doesn't really want to kill people either. <laughs> yeah. So that's nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, Venom, cool. Not bad. Uh, okay, my number seven. I went with, uh, this is off script. This isn't DC or Marvel. I went with uh, Ozzy Mandy's from Bill The Watchmen. Oh, okay. The Watchmen. I have not read the comic of The Watchmen. I've only seen the movie. But... If you haven't seen it, basically he's he's the only one out of them other than maybe Dr. Manhattan that has powers. And none of the other guys can really stop him. And he's the one who decides that it's it's better to take out a million people than take out the whole world. So he he's the one that causes the, the bomb to go off at the end or whatever. I can't remember really what happens. They blame it on Dr. Manhattan, but it's not him. It's Ozymandias and Rorschach and uh, Night Owl. Like They try and stop him and... I think Rorschach dies because of it. They can't stop him. He's just too powerful. He does. He's he just does. really fast. I think is his superpower. He's just really fast yeah. and really smart. And he kind of knows what they're going to do before they even do it. So I did not see that coming because he's one of the Watchmen. He's a good guy in the movie. And turns out he's a shithead. That will lead me to my next one, <laughs> which basically kind of follows the same path, which I love the Watchmen. Watchmen's cool. Watchmen is great. Why is it the Watchmen? I think it is the Watchmen. I think it's just Watchmen. Who knows? I think it, I th- I'm pretty sure it's Watchmen. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I'm gonna get into it with Sinestro. Green Lantern. Okay, yeah, yep. Sinestro. Good guy at first. Uh oh, that guy. Yeah, but his motivations aren't bad. I know, but he. He gets over to uh, the yellow. The yellow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Turns into a yellow lantern. Starts off as a green lantern. Yep. Yeah. That, turns out, I mean, he's the best green lantern. I thought about Sinestro. 
but I didn't. I didn't know much about him. I didn't know enough about him. I I like him, but yeah, I I don't think he's always a bad guy either. Exactly. I, I that's kind of where I went with my villains. I, kinda... I didn't like want to take him to the fullest villain. Yeah, just the crazy serial killers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you probably have some on yours, don't you? I do. I'm assuming. There's a couple. No, there's one coming up. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Sinestro. That's good. I, none of our picks have been the same, have they? No, I don't think so, no. I haven't. None of mine? Okay. I don't know. If you don't remember, then. I don't I don't think any of our picks have crossed over, at least on my end. They have not. Uh, okay. <laughs> my number six, I've got... Uh, Deathstroke. Ooh, you bitch. Did you have him? I do. You fucker. Uh, initially a Batman villain, but he eventually became uh, Teen Titans. The main villain of Teen Titans. Pretty cool, though. Specifically because of Robin. Yeah, he is cool. And I, what I've liked about Deathstroke is he's very similar to Batman. Like, they're almost equals when they're in hand-to-hand combat. Um, and I think they're both from the League of Assassins. I don't know that for sure. But carries a gun, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah. got a gun and a sword. I thought, I thought so. Yeah, he's not yeah. fucking around. Oh, his sword is sweet. I I like that he's the main villain of the Teen Titans because the one person that Robin probably will never be better than is Batman. Correct. Or Deathstroke. So it's pretty fitting that he has to fight basically Batman's equal as his arch nemesis. I think that's a good that's a good way to look at that. I, I think he's a cool character. Uh, Slade Wilson, he was also the inspiration for Deadpool. Good pick. Good pick. I, I like that. Thank you. Okay, Dylan, you're number five? I'm going with Norman Osborn. The Green Goblin. Yeah. Mm. I didn't pick him, but that's a good pick. Norman. Yeah, uh, he is, he's something. He runs for mayor. Good guy. You know, I, I don't know what, what it is about my picks right now. <laughs> I like a good guy that turns bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's fair. I, yeah. I think that's compelling for a villain. Yeah. I like how, uh, yeah, he's he's a wealthy tech billionaire. Yep. Uh, I don't know much Just about him in the comics, but from the movies, yeah, he's a good villain. Yeah. Green Goblin. I've never understood why he's the arch, arch enemy of... Spider-Man. I don't know enough about... Maybe he was the first one. I don't know. But he's considered like his... He's like Batman's Joker. Yeah. Uh, But I don't know. I don't know why. Good pick, though. Okay. Uh, My number five. I went with Doctor Doom from Fantastic Four. I like him. Uh, I think he's got more of... He's he's more of a, a tragedy than anything. His life. Because... Doctor Doom is—he's probably the strongest supervillain in all the comics. He can—I mean, he can go toe to toe with the Avengers, no problem. But he—he he and Reed Richards, who were formerly friends, they have a unique dynamic because Reed is smarter than him, and I think Doctor Doom knows that, and he knows that Reed has something he'll never have, and that's Sue Richards. That's a, there's a nice—he's in love with one of the people that he's fighting. Uh, but Reed is an asshole, and uh, Reed won't uh, won't let that happen. I mean, Reed is an asshole in the comics, but he and Doctor Doom they have just a unique relationship. And I always like the comics where Doctor Doom has to team up with a hero because he he could be a hero. It's just you know one thing went wrong and he's out to kill everybody. Hmm. 
It's compelling villain. Yeah. I, I, I don't know enough about Yeah. Compelling villain. I am Okay. Not bad. Number uh, number four. Yep. I'm gonna go with Bane. Bane. I knew you'd have Bane oh, somewhere. God, he's so cool. Mm-hmm. Just a cool one. Badass brawler breaks Batman's back. Awesome. Yeah. And he has to go through all that shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously the the Christopher Nolan movie Dark Knight Rises it it's different than the comics, the origin, but it's similar. I mean, there is Tom Hardy was so. He was good, yeah. The voice was a little weird, but that's fine. I thought it was good. I thought it was good, too. Kind of scary. That villain. And when uh, when he kicks the shit out of Batman down in the sewers, that's just that's a good scene. You that feel is. you feel for it Batman, is. too, because you know he's not getting out of that one. Yeah, you can't take Bane. And he just snaps his back. Well, whenever, I mean, he pulls Bane's he's, shit out, uh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, Bane's recent, too, for the comics, considering Batman started in the 40s. I like the old one, though. Yeah, well, he came uh, in, with, the, his first appearance was in the 90s. Yeah, with, what's her name? Uh, oh, Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. In the movies. Yeah, well, yeah. That was 97. But his first comic was Nightfall. And in that comic, that's the one where he broke Batman's back. That's cool. Yeah. He's the first one to put Batman out of commission. Cool. Good villain. He is a good villain. I agree. You know, Batman's kind of a bitch, though. I disagree with that, and I would wish you would never say that again. <laughs> I okay. love Batman. I do too. All right, my number four. I went with Mister Sinister from the X Men. You know anything about Mister Sinister? He hasn't been in any of the movies. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, so he's 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 he kind of looks like a vampire. He's pale, but he's like the perfect human face. Like he's he's like the perfect specimen, but he's a, he's a villain, and his goal is to create like the perfect mutant so he has an obsession with like uh shit uh who's who's cyclops is it scott summers is that right scott scott yep. summers mm-hmm. and then gene gray he wants them to fuck and have a mutant baby and then he's gonna take that baby and raise it as his own like that's his that's his mo uh but well that's weird he's just very deceptive and he can, he can turn people. Uh, he can bring people back from the dead. He's just, he's just weird. He's like a demon. Hmm. Very cool character. And I'm surprised they haven't gotten to him yet because he's big. He's one of the bigger ones. But I always like reading any of his stories just because there, there's always that twist where you don't really know what's going to happen. So, huh. Mister Sinister from number four for me. All right, number three for you, Dilly Bar. Number three, I'm going to go with Loki. Okay, Loki's good. Loki's good. Thor's little, brother. Little deceiving. Thor's brother. Good guy. Sometimes. Bad guy. You don't know. You don't know about Loki. I love it. <laughs> they've I done love him, it. They've done him perfectly in the movies. They really have. They really have. Because you feel, you feel for him and then you just don't know if he's really on the good team. Oh, uh, he died? Did he? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That mischievous bastard. That's what I'm saying. I, I like Loki a lot. I do too. That's a good pick. All right, number three for me. Uh, I've got Craven the Hunter. Uh, he's not been in any movies yet. They're See? developing a Craven the Hunter uh, movie. Is he like a Wolfman? No, he's just a he's a big game hunter. He hunts like uh, so. He's in the Marvel universe. <clears throat> he's been known to go after like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Spider Man mainly is his main villain, uh, but he's also hunted. Uh, like 
the rhino. <laughs> like, he, he goes after, like, these animal-based heroes. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man is, is his, is his main target. And he's supposed to show up in the Sinister Six movie that is eventually gonna happen. They're saying he's the villain for the next, uh, Spider-Man movie. He just, he, he's an expert hunter. He knows how to, uh, like, he knows how to bring down Spider-Man. He studies him, he knows how to do it, and then that's his goal. And he won't stop until he does. Is he gonna get a big enough boot? Well, maybe squish him. I mean, he uses bone, he uses bone arrows. He uses swords. He uses whatever he needs to. Hmm. It's good. It's cool. Cool. Um, okay, so yeah, Craven Hunt, Craven the Hunter, number three for me. All right, number two, Dylan. Number two, gotta go with Joker. Oh, I'm wondering who your number one is. Probably Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid dick! Why would you have to guess? Well, I just Thanos is the ultimate. <laughs> Let's hear you, Joker, because I don't have Joker or Thanos, so this is getting good. Well, great. You just ruined one and two. Well, you can still talk about them. I'm obviously going to talk about them. Joker is the ultimate bad guy for Batman. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's... He's everything Batman's not. Exactly. And he's the crazy part of Batman, too. Yeah, he's fucking wild. He's a wild man. We'll get into Joker a little bit later. I've got it for recommendations. Is he going to be your number one? No, Joker's not on my list. All right, good. Well, I mean, not good because you've ruined my list. Well, I'm sorry, man. Shit. I fucking had to say Thanos. Yeah. Okay. He's the ultimate bad man. Yeah. He's going to wipe out half the world. We'll get to it. He <laughs> just... Yeah, that's, that's a snap. That was a snap. Okay, my number two. I went with oh, a Ninja Turtle villain. Okay? They originally in the comics. Come on. I'm not going Shredder. I'm not going Bebop Rocksteady. I'm not stupid. I'm not going Krang. I'm going <laughs> the Rat King. He's a side villain, but I always thought his stories were the coolest because the Rat King is just a guy who can control rats down the sewer. Like, he just has thousands of rats. And that's menacing enough, you know, fighting waves of rats. But the majority of the time, he also somehow can control Splinter. And he can turn Splinter against the turtles. Because he's a rat. Right. But, I mean, that's usually how the storyline goes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Splinter doesn't always fight in the comics. But when he does, he's better than the turtles. And the, Got a bow staff. The fact that they have to fight him, that always makes it more compelling. I really like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I yeah. like how you thought out of the box here. Wrecking. Wrecking's yeah, cool. You, you know a little bit more out of the box here. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Well, I kind of expected that. You're not a comic book guy, but I do appreciate you putting together a list. And yours isn't bad. All right, number one, Thanos. Thanos, <laughs> <laughs> Thanos is, is clear cut. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come Based on, on you, Endgame you, and you Infinity War alone. You can't, you can't do any better. I mean, I've got my... This isn't the best villain list. Mine's not the best villain list. Mine's yeah, no, mine my is favorite. the best. Mine's my favorite. Mine's the best. Well, there we go. That's why there hasn't been much crossover. We did not plan that. What was the only crossover? You had dead. You had Deathstroke, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. But you mark, changed it. Mark him off. You Let's, changed it. Don't look at my list. No, I'm, I can't read done. it anyway. Don't matter. I'm already in number one. Uh, yeah, Thanos. I, you got anything else to say about Thanos? Infinity War, Endgame, both great. Incredible, yeah. I really like that fight between Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man against oh. Thanos. That's amazing. Best thing I've ever seen on film. Yep. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. Okay. <laughs> R.I.P. that hand. Yeah, I was talking Iron Man. 
I uh, okay. My number one. I went with uh, not the best Batman villain, but my favorite, and I think I've said that on here thousands of times. It's Mister Freeze. I like it. Love Mister Freeze. Love it. Arnold didn't do him justice, but he sure as shit did, dude. The next time dude. you see Mister Freeze on TV on the movies, you're gonna be like, okay, he is actually cool. I thought he was cool back then. Hey, why did dinosaurs die? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. Shh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome, but it's not like it's not what I want. You Mr. Know. Freeze has a compelling story. His wife is dead. Or his wife is dying. The only way he can keep her alive is the fucking I freeze it was, machine. It was very compelling. But the only reason he robs places and does any crime is so he can get the money to fund her the research for her to stay alive. Yes. Batman knows that. Batman still has to kick his ass, though. And he's kind of a dick, because Batman could have just gave him the money. Yeah, he could have. I think he does. Well, I don't know. Well, I think there's a storyline where he puts he puts Mr. Freeze in Arkham for all the crimes. Uh-huh. Mr. Freeze is thinking, like, oh, shit, my wife's going to die now because I'm not there. And Wayne Enterprises funds the research while he's in Arkham. Oh, what a good guy. Fucking cool, man. I love that shit. That's... Also, there's a direct to... Direct a home video that I used to have. It's called uh, Batman and Robin Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. It's a cartoon. Mr. Freeze, his sidekicks are two polar bears. Fucking badass. Robin has to fight two polar bears. He beats them, but you know it was kind of spooky at the time. Okay, that's my number one. Yours was Thanos. I think you had a pretty good list. Yeah, yeah. You want to recap? Pretty it basic. Bit? I one? mean, you, you kind of want to. No, I don't want to recap. Okay. You kind of want to. You know a little bit more than I do. I know the basics. You covered the bases. I went off the beaten path. Yep. Not bad. Not bad. Let's okay. Do it. Uh, let's get into recommendations for this week. Dylan, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I've been watching The Politician on Netflix. It just came out not too long ago. I saw it on there, but I have no idea what it's about. It's not terrible. Uh, it's got that guy from Pitch Perfect, uh, Ben Platt. Ben Platt. Is he the politician? He is the politician. Hmm. So he's trying to win the presidency of his school. And then I, I think he, I think they're seniors. He's trying to get into Harvard and everything. He wants to be the next president. Okay. I haven't gotten that far in it, but there's a lot of... I, I don't know how to say it. There's a lot of... Nudity? No, I wish. <laughs> there's a lot of... I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of... Fuck. Yeah, you know, so a lot of cliffhangers. Okay. Yeah. Politician. How long are the episodes? You got 20-minute episodes or is it 45? I think they're 45. Okay. Yeah, about an hour. Probably about an hour. Okay. About an hour drive home. <laughs> oh, you're still fucking doing that. You stupid. All right. Well, uh, cool. Okay, politician. Yeah, I saw that was on there. I haven't looked into it. I've been... It's not bad. I saw him on uh, the Jimmy Fallon show, and they were talking about it, so I looked into it. It's not bad. Hmm. But I also just finished uh, the new season of Peaky Blinders. Oh, I never Oof. got into Peaky Blinders. Oh, you should. E- Maybe. It's a little slow. I would say that. A lot of killing. Mm, there's a lot of killing. A lot of fighting. A lot of fighting. Cool shit, though. 
Oh, fucking good fights. Okay. Peaky Blinders, uh, definitely check that out. I didn't know that the show was still going on. I thought it was done. Yeah, I got a little bit late to the party. And then two weeks later. (laughs) Hey, new season. New season. I was like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't hear that. Uh, okay. My recommendation for this week I went and saw Joker. Uh, that twisted movie. How was it? I don't. I don't think you'd like it. Come on. Give me some details. I liked it. I liked it enough. It was weird, though. Uh, and it left me, like, when I left the theater, I just had an uneasy feeling. I, I was A lot like, of questions? Not necessarily questions. I just didn't feel good. Like, I didn't feel good about watching it. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of violent shit that happens, and then there's, like, you just, you kind of feel bad for him, but he's also the Joker, so. Well, he's not necessarily the Joker. Like, I don't, uh, yeah, he is. And well, he's the Joker leading up to the Joker, right? That's what I thought was going to happen. That's not. That's the case. not what happens. Oh, I don't want to spoil it on here. It just came out, but um, yeah, he's he's. You feel bad for them. You feel bad for him, but then deep down, like he's doing all this awful shit, and you can't. And it's just like the, the build up to all that's happening. He's just getting picked on. He's getting shit on the whole time. And then something happens, and they... He snaps. He snaps. And you, you realize, like, why he did it and why he's doing these things. But then they throw another wrench in at the end that maybe he's not he's not been in his right mind the whole time. You don't know. Um, well. They kind of leave it open-ended, but I just... After leaving that movie, I was like, man, that could happen to anybody. <laughs> I didn't like it. I, I didn't don't, like it. I don't like the cliffhanger that you're leaving on me. We'll talk about it off air if you really want to know, but it, I didn't. It just made me feel weird. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't go and see it with me. I took I took Chelsea thinking it was going to be a good date day. Turns out you both went she to bed sleep. by yourselves that night. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, she couldn't sleep. She was just like thinking about it too much. It, it, it's unsettling. The oh, best way I can describe it's an unsettling movie, but hmm. I, it is it is good. Uh, I just don't think I'll ever have to see it again. Yeah. I could see that. You know, it's just one of those things. You gotta see it, and then... I think it's also... I think it's important for comic book movies, too. I think that... Like, it's a different tone from most comic book movies, even though it's set in, like, that comic book world. It's just... uh, Not for kids, either. Do not take your fucking kids there. There were people in the theater that took their kids in, and... Like... Really? When I was walking out, the parents were, like, looking at their kids, like, calming them down. (laughs) <laughs> it was fucked up. I would have never. Why would my thing is why would one why aren't parents looking at shit like these ratings before they take kids to the movies? Two, why would the person working at the front desk of the movie theater let a kid go see Joker? Yeah, be smarter. Well, they had their parents with them, so doesn't matter. Just warn the parents. Be like, this is not good for those kids to be watching. Pretty sure I'd have a parent. Say it's okay for me to go see Harry Potter back in the day. Yeah, that's good. That was stupid. That's good. That's good. Because of the witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, But yeah, that's that's the end of the podcast, I guess. We don't have anything else. I think we're good. 
be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. I did change the Twitter, by the way. It's at CouchCoPod now. Oh, shit. Not CouchCo1. So if you were following us, you're probably still following us, but it has changed. Um, you can also email us at CouchCoPodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kenny Mack for the theme song. Special thanks to Chris Berry for the logo. Uh, we're getting into Halloween season here, gang. Ooh, Gonna have some scary spooky games. games coming. Uh, not next week, though. We were skipping. Um, Thank God. I don't like scary games. But until next time, I'm your host, Andy Eager. And I'm drunk. <laughs>